This Satellite Sisters is brought to you by the new Satellite Sisters store. That's right, Satellite Sisterhood. We finally did it. We got you the t-shirts and the coffee mugs and the baseball caps and the onesies that you were asking for. Well, not us, really, just Liz. Julie and I did virtually nothing, but Liz has been hard at work to get the Satellite Sisters store up and going. And who knew? Liz was a retailer. We have collections that you can choose great gifts from or just keep the stuff for yourself. We don't care. We have a Stay Noisy collection. We love that. We have a collection of You're the Best products, a collection that says you can't make new old friends. You're headed to a college reunion or a girls' night out. That's a great coffee mug for your pals. How about a Satellite Mister collection? Because we know there are some of you out there, and we love you, Satellite Misters. So if you want to find the new Satellite Sisters store, where do you go? Well, you can go to our Facebook page, okay? If you like our Facebook page, it's right there. Hit the Shop Now button. Or go to SatelliteSisters.com, look up in the navigation bar, and hit Shop. It will take you right to the new Satellite Sisters store. Thanks, Satellite Sisterhood. You're the best. You are listening to Satellite Sisters Talk TV, our recap of Pole Dark, the PBS drama, Pole Dark and Handsome. This is season three, episode seven. Julie, we are one week away from the season finale. It's amazing, Leanne, but what a juicy episode, right? It was a juicy episode, yes. You know, I had the experience of just watching it without taking notes for a variety of reasons that I won't go into, and um, which is I've never done with Paul Dark, and it was just enjoyable to watch. Yes, although yes. there were there some was a lot happening, yes, a lot happening for with all of the characters. So yes, well, that's very interesting to, uh, technically, and just watching TV. Watching TV, I didn't know, you know. <laughs> So, but we'd like, I'd like to, I'd like to thank the Satellite Sisterhood who were, they were able to tell us last week when we said, we have no idea how many episodes there were. They said eight, Leanne, there are eight episodes. Thank you. (laughs) And so next week is the season finale. So we are finishing up with Poldark for season three, but this was a great episode. So Jill, I think we should break it down by couples because it was a lot about love and fidelity and relationships and sex and no sex and flirting and and that was uh that was very evident so we're going to break it down by couples this week okay all right you know let's start with our lead couple Ross and Demelza Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. there have been some trouble looming on the horizon for them. They've had some ups and downs. Ross was, uh, you know, Ross had the one night stand with Elizabeth. Well, he had the affair. Yes. yes. He's yes. never really given up troubles. Yeah. Yeah. He's in love with another woman. Lee. Yeah. I mean, that's basically. true. Yeah. Yes. And he. And he acted on his passions. With yes, too. exactly. Mm-hmm. And he, he now appears to have, you know, had a child with her. So, yeah, so there are some issues. And Demelza, on the other hand, you know, she's a, she's lowborn, but she's, you know, come up in the world. She's risen to the occasion as Ross's wife. But I have to say, Julie, I am not really enjoying the storyline of like Ross and Demelza as the old and wise married couple. I mean, no. I miss the heat, man. <laughs> Right. I mean, when did they? When did it all cool off for them? I, I, that's don't, what I don't understand. They're sitting there in that cozy co- cottage, and you know, every, it's like Dullsville at night. You know, <laughs> I mean, they've got the kids and stuff. Yeah. But you're right. There is nothing happening there. I just, 
there I, maybe there's you know this is not the life you know uh, for them to be the married couple. I don't know. I don't know. I just miss the days when Demelza got caught in that dress and Ross had to unlace her. I mean, come on. Yeah. Let's... Yeah. yeah. So I know that happens in real marriages, but that's why we don't want to watch that on TV. That's... <laughs> Right. So you think they need to go to like like a marriage counselor or something, or know. they need a weekend away? I don't know. Leave the kids with Mrs. Drunk or whatever her name is. There, yeah. <laughs> they need a reboot. I mean, yeah. it just needs a reboot. It's just you know, bring back se- sexy Ross and sexy Demelza. So maybe she should just go like rub some dirt on her face and and put. <laughs> But on a peasant's dress again. I don't know. I mean, it's not all up to her. He seems to have, like, you know, lost a little bit of action, too. So, all right. So that's where we're at with them. And they, uh, you know, they, there's, well, we're going to get to Ross and Elizabeth because there was that critical scene. But Ross and Demelza are clearly, they're struggling. They're just bored. They're a bored married couple now. And they're kind of yeah. boring. They're boring. <laughs> so... <laughs> Right. I mean, even when they go up to bed, it's like nothing is happening no. there in that Mm-mm. bedroom. So Mm-mm. that is really disappointing us as as the viewers. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I think the writers should take a look at Friday Night Lights. Like, that was a sexy married relationship. I know it has nothing to do with Dark, but, the, you know, I don't want to root. For, I don't want to root for infidelity just to bring some heat back. You know what I mean? Like, I can't root for Hugh or, no. you know, I can't oh, root gosh. for that. No. Yeah. All right, so the next couple we're going to talk about is Ross and Elizabeth. Now, purportedly, they haven't spoken in a year. There's been, uh, there's been a rift. You know, the families, they can't stand each other. Elizabeth and George are convinced that Ross is out to get them and plotting at every turn. And so uh, so we haven't I mean, even... they keep running into each other at social events and just giving each other the stink eye. Yeah. You know, but they're not... Yes, they're not communicating. That's right. for sure. So Ross goes to pay tribute to Aunt Agatha who's buried mm-hmm. in the pauper's grave and, um, yeah. and <laughs> runs somehow, somehow. I mean, he got, you managed to like take that shovel away from captain hook there. <laughs> and, you know, even though the ground is frozen, he, he dug a grave for on Agatha, which was very nice. <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right. So the two meet in the church, you know, cause that's, that's sexy, this church in the graveyard, but then yeah. they actually have a very moving scene where they communicate and talk, and they talk about their relationship and the possibility that Valentine is his son, which they never actually say the words, but it's implied that, of course, he is. And then Ross says, you know, does George, do you want to stay married to George? And Elizabeth, you know, has to admit that she does, because really, what other choices does she have? I mean, what are her other options? Yeah. Yeah. I know. And Elizabeth seemed very alert in that scene. So maybe she is, maybe she she was off the morphine, like she's tapered back a little on her morphine and sherry consumption. I'm not sure, but I was, you liked both of them in that scene. We haven't liked Elizabeth all season, have we? Because she's been very sharp and conniving and she's been siding with George and obviously and imbibing in a lot of morphine. Yeah. uh, which is hard. And then like not paying any attention to baby rickets there. Yes. So, yeah. Uh, but yes, there, you, you see that, um, that her, 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 her features were actually softened as she was talking to Ross. I like that. Yeah. She's so stunningly beautiful. It's hard to actually look at her face on television, you know, but see earlier in the season, Lee, and you didn't think she looked that beautiful. Because I know. She, see, she's mm. that good of an actress. I know. In that scene, she really did look 
absolutely beautiful. Yes. Yeah. And I think the two of them finally got a chance, the two actors slash characters finally got a chance to really have a scene together. Because as you said, there's just been a lot of stink eyes and one offline. So I thought it was a great scene. And then it ended with Ross kissing Elizabeth. It wasn't a wildly passionate kiss. It was kind of like... Oh, if you thought it know, was? I don't know, Liam. Okay. I don't know. If Ross did that to you. Okay. Well, oh, yeah. I mean, it was tender. I thought it was like. Oh, yeah. He took his two hands uh, and okay. he cupped her. Fell. Okay. Oh, I thought there was, I thought there was a little something more than a, a goodbye kiss. Okay. You know, All right. I, that's okay. what, but I didn't like the idea that Ross was giving um, Elizabeth marriage counseling. Like, okay, here's what you really got to do. You just got to have yourself another baby. You know, that's going to that's gonna really sort of smooth Seal things the deal. over yeah. with, with George. Well, no, really, because you're going to get some pale, pasty little mini George <laughs> come out. And then you have baby Ricketts, who's absolutely gorgeous. Adorable. Oh my gorgeous gosh. Gorgeous baby I have ever seen on television. <laughs> right? Yes. That's true. And George is going to see that those two are not, you know, have different fathers. Yep. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so I don't think that's very good marriage counseling, yeah. Ross. But okay. But it so, was a great scene and a great kiss. So they have this scene, and then of course, because it's pole dark and you know, it's a it's a melodrama, oh Mrs. Drunk just happens to be wandering by the churchyard and yeah. looks in the doorway and can see in the dark church the two of them making out. So Prudy, yeah. you know, runs back. You think she's going to tell Demelza oh, right away? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course she's going to tell Demelza. And then there's that yeah. weird scene where, Ross, you think he's confessing to Demelza the way they've shot it. Like, hey, what'd you do today? You know, Demelza has them. And then he <laughs> proceeds to confess the kiss and this and that. But instead, it's like what Ross is thinking. And then you see what Ross really says, which is like, nothing. Let's just go to bed. You know? So. Oh, that played with my mind. Leanne. It did. I didn't like that. I didn't like that. I was like, I couldn't believe it. I was right. like, Ross, you're going to be this honest right. with uh, Demelza. You're going to tell him that you tell her that you still have feelings for Elizabeth, but you, Demelza, are the one that he truly loves. And blah blah blah. Uh, oh, that really bugged yeah. me. Yeah. So okay. this sense of distance and this basically just boring physical relationship that Demelza and Ross has now sends Demelza right into the the willing trap of. Lieutenant Hugh. So our next couple is Hugh and Demelza. Yeah. I mean, he is just a boy. He's a very cute boy. But what is she doing, Julie? What is she doing? She just wants know. to feel I young mean, again? I don't know. I, I I mean, I guess she's just looking for affection. And I guess she's really feeling rejected by Ross. And I think, you know, she's also thinking, well, maybe Ross and Elizabeth will hatch some plan to be together, particularly now that they have a child together. Because yeah. Demelza knows that baby Ricketts is uh, Ross's baby as well. Everybody knows. Yeah. So, Everybody knows now. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. So Lieutenant Hugh, who I thought was so cute when we first met him, now he's just like, oh, yeah, no, he is, uh, he's like too good looking, you know? Yeah. And he's he is. Too soft. Yeah. And I'm surprised she's going for that, like, softness, you know, yeah. because cause she is low-born and right. she's used to, like, <laughs> I don't know, dirt on her face and yeah. stuff. And she might go for a manlier man because Lieutenant Hugh is not is not that. No, he's a boy. He's a boy. And especially, I mean, there were a lot of good shots of Ross this week. Let's be honest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, Ross, Ross looked good looking. this week. Hot, 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 hot. <laughs> okay. So, you know, stay tuned. I mean, Hugh is going hard for Tamelza, even though she's a married woman, which is also not that honorable. And, and everybody is noticing this. Yes. Okay, of course, not Ross, but Caroline noticed it, right? I right. mean, she's, she's, giving, she's giving Lieutenant Hugh the stink eye. Yeah. And Mrs. Drunk has noticed it. Yes. She doesn't like it. I mean, Ross is a little suspicious, like, why is this guy hanging around at my house? house and bringing my wife flowers but he hasn't raised you know but he's not hasn't raised it to the level of jealousy yet yeah well i think it's because he knows he could crush him like a bug so <laughs> i think that's it. good point Liam. yeah good point okay our next couple is morwenna and whitworth oh my gosh my gosh morwenna. i know I mean, that poor girl i know Get away from her whitworth. i know i know i know she has the baby that's a boy she's not interested she's of frail course. it's a tough birth dr ennis is the best i wish dr ennis was my doctor he is a <laughs> good know. doctor I know, you know. I know six weeks, you know, the, and and so Whitworth is supposed to stay away from Morwenna for six weeks. I think it should be about six months, personally. Geez. In my personal experience, Lydia. Yeah, that's, that's what you think after childbirth, think. six months. After ch- ch- yeah. childbirth, I would have been happy with that. Yeah. As, yeah. as a prescription from my doctor, but uh, but oh gosh, I mean, I just. I couldn't believe he went after her. I know. know, Right. And that's that's when it turned from like cartoonish, creepy, you know, to sexual predator, sexually assaulting his wife. I found that a very disturbing scene. I know it was supposed to be. And I know, again, in that time period, women had no rights, no options, no choices. There was no awareness. She was literally she's literally at his mercy and she has to do whatever her husband wants. But that was terrible. That was awful. That was just awful. Yeah. yeah. And, and Dr. Ennis is getting a lot of confidential information in this episode. I mean, George has to kind of ask her, you know, ask Dr. Ennis about, well, you know, what does an eight-month-old baby look like versus a fully, you know, a nine-month-old baby? You know, you could see he was sort of tiptoeing around that question. And as well with Whitworth, uh, Dr. Ennis had to sort of lay down the law. But- Oof. To no avail. So to no avail. So we see Morwenna. She's just fading. She's fading. And you know what? Then Elizabeth pretends to care. Shut up, Elizabeth. You forced her to marry that guy. Shut I up. Know. Shut up. Just shut up. Okay. So then we have Whitworth and the sister, who apparently her name is Rowella, according Rowella. to astute satellite sister viewers. Who I just to... call her the C-cup sister. That's what I think she is. I mean, heaving bosom. I know the entire episode. So what's her thing? You think she's just a toe sucker, Leon? Is that it? Or is she, is she doing this as a favor to her sister or does she share the same sexual interests um, as Whitworth? You know, if I thought the whole show, she was playing Whitworth, like she was going to play him and then she was going to Lorena Bob at him. Like just, yeah. <laughs> that's what I thought. <laughs> okay. So I <laughs> there's a name we haven't heard of in quite some time. Yeah. Lorena Bobbitt. Yeah, millennial, millennials, you may have to Google Lorena Bobbitt, but do. It'll it's totally worth it. Um so, 
So, uh, so, but then at the end, I'm like, she's really into this guy. This is, she's, she's gonna, she thinks she's gonna, I just hope they don't turn Morwenna into some like house slave or something. You know, I hope the two don't conspire because how's he going to get away with this? I mean, you can't, yeah, that's exactly what's going to happen, Liam. Yeah. Is yeah, because because many sisters would like to t- turn their sisters into house slaves, wouldn't they? <laughs> yes. Speaking as one sister to another sister, <laughs> you could see how that could happen. Yeah. So I I don't know what her deal is, but she worked it. I mean, she worked it all episode, and then at the end, she ripped her own bodice. I mean, when did you know, see that? I know. Ooh. I know. Well, and he's just so awful. He's a creep. He's a yeah. creep. He's a toe sucker and a peeper. You know. Yeah. So that is a really bad combination. Yeah. Yeah, and I I mean, you could understand it if he was Lieutenant Hugh. You know, he's just, I don't even know, he's so physically unattractive, but uh, it, I guess it doesn't matter to her. So time will tell, but I, I think she's in it for herself. I don't think she's doing it uh, on her dear sister's behalf. So, right. Um, all right. And then we have uh, Morwenna and Drake, you yes. know, the love affair continues, even though they're, you know, divided and by class and by miles and by circumstance. I mean, just run, Marwena, just run. She would be so happy in that Smithy house. <laughs> that love shack there. I mean, I think that's it. I mean, she does. I mean, now what does she care? She's out of her mind uh, with depression right. and with you know, and fear living with that terrible Whitworth. Right, so, right. And now that the sister's on the scene, I mean, she, you're right, and she should just go. She I should mean, just uh, go. That's, you know, I think you could, that's the good thing. I think you could just disappear to the country for a while in those days, you know? So, uh, um, I just hope she doesn't get pregnant again. Oh, poor thing. She won't oh, survive. Oh, Lynn. Because so she's not, because she's not oh, nursing. Remember, he wouldn't let her oh, nurse. Yes. Yeah, Leanne, that's a good detail. Oh, I hadn't thought of that. Yeah, yeah. Maybe uh, the other sister gets pregnant. Right. Well, that I know. That's what I mean. I, you can't get away with that. And I don't know how it worked back then, but I, I think it seems risky. Very risky. Um, yeah. All right. So then we have. Uh, I then my other couple is Drake and Jeffrey Charles. I mean, I love okay. them both. I'm glad that they have bonded, Julie. I know you think Jeffrey I, Charles just, is a... I, Jeffrey Charles. I don't trust. I mean, I know you like him, and you just and you feel like he's a really solid kid. Uh, I just don't trust him, Liam. He know. wants to make he wants to make Drake when he inherits Trenwith. I love that yes. he talked like that. When I inherit Trenwith, I can make you my estate manager. I thought that yeah. was nice. That they was have a nice relationship. He understands how Drake feels about Morwenna. He's yeah. the conduit. He hates that private school. He likes, you know, Smithy Drake. I think it's very nice. I okay. imagine those kids like that were very lonely. You know, it yes, those, I'm sure yeah, they so. Yes. I mean, I think he misses Morwenna. I mean, that scene where I know. I mean, that was so dear when yeah. they were sitting around at tea and you and you could just see that Mor- Morwenna could probably barely sit in that chair between childbirth and then having to deal with Whitworth, you know, like I'm sure <laughs> she was yeah. sitting on the pillow. Good right? point. Yes, um but uh uh but they were they were they were very sweet to each other there. So yes, and and I know he's you know uh, she he's trying to help uh, Morwenna because he you know and pass messages to Drake. So that's good. So. Yeah. All right, and then you had two other couples you wanted to discuss. Yes, I wanted to talk about Sam and Emma. Oh Sam, yeah. Sam, of course, is Drake's brother. Right. And he is like 
And Emma is just sort of on the scene. She seems to be a very young, pretty blonde. Did you see her? She came into this. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Sam just, I mean, he was going to put down his Bible for her, right? I (laughs) mean, I would say. And she's, yeah, yeah, she's, she's sassy. Yeah. She was giving it back. And she had a good line about, you know, that you have a lot more power over men before you get married than you do when you're married. Right. Because men want you then and they're willing to listen to you and do things. Uh, uh, You know, Demelza was trying to, you know, she was trying to be the wise old married woman saying, no, actually, when you get married, it's better. But but I think that old old Emma there, she you know she she sees Sam and he's pretty good looking too. He's a handsome you know, guy. I, I he's more he's... my type than Drake. I like oh, you really. Okay. Yeah, okay. he's got the piercing blue eyes. Those yeah, eyes yeah, are good. But he's you know he's he's got the craziness that is. I know. I know. He's in terms of being sort of a very you know sort of a religious like over the top in terms zealot. of yeah, zealot. Yeah, yeah. A zealot. Yeah. That's yeah. the word, Lance. So, but we should watch them. They're okay. on the horizon. And Good I one. think uh, that would be nice for both of the brothers to be re- reunited or to, to have love interests because they're cute. And then maybe they take their shirts off more and yeah. jump in, in yeah. the water. That would be good for us. That's the way I, I, I view it. <laughs> and then my final couple is Caroline and her pug. I Ian. know. I love that. Wow. First time when that scene, when she, it's Caroline and Dr. Innes, and she's holding the pug. I was like, oh, my gosh, it's a painting. She yeah. looks so beautiful with <laughs> that dog in her arms, right? I know. I mean, very good dog. I mean, that, I mean, so uh, I was, ha- again, I like, always like to see dogs in Dark and like to have opportunities for, for the animals. And I, and I, that was exciting. What did yeah. you think? Huh. I love the pug. I mean, the pug's great. And, the, and, and they, it's sort of, they kind of look alike in the sense like they, they've got the, the pugs are a little snooty. She's a little snooty, but yeah. lovable. She's trying yeah. hard. Of course, she completely spilled the beans about George being at the house. Like she's no idea really how to be a doctor's wife or what that means. <laughs> no, so she no. was like violating patient, you know, confidentiality but she doesn't know she's so innocent you know so is this a social call you know she's got the pug (laughs) (laughs) dr anna still looks a little pale so i think i I think he could could get out into the fresh air a little more but he at least you know all that you know the poison ivy scaby thing that he had going on on his face is all gone and he's back in action helping the miners and the townspeople i know he's a good man that's He's a That's, good man, Dr. He Ennis. A man. He's a so. good man. All right, so that was the episode. I mean, it was there was a lot of a lot of love connections and love misconnections happening. And then next week's season finale, I feel like, don't you think there must be some showdown between Ross and George? I mean, at one point George was elected to parliament, yada yada yada. There was some political yeah. stuff happening. And yeah, but that wasn't Sir Francis Paul Manafort was also in the show. <laughs> I mean, he does look like Paul Manafort. More and more. You. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Do you think they did that deliberately? I, the same hair, I, hairstyle? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> so, um, or maybe Paul Manafort adopted this hairstyle yeah. after watching Poldark. I don't know. Yeah, he watched the BBC a little bit earlier. So then he got. Yes, yeah, he did a lot of international travel, as we now found out. And uh, so perhaps he's seen this, yeah. saw these episodes earlier. 
Anyway, so uh, I think there must be some big face-off between George and Ross next week. Absolutely. Something yeah. over the baby, yeah. over pol- the policy, over, you know, I like Ross had a few good lines when he was talking about the politics and said, you know, I believe in liberty, fraternity, and equality. You know, siding yeah. with the French Revolution there, even though he takes advantage of his birth status all the time. But, um, yeah. so anyway, all right, so that's it for Pull Dark this week. Anything else, Jewel? I think that's it, Liam. I think we did a fine job. You did. Breaking it down. You see episode. Yeah. Yeah, That's good. All right. So don't forget, uh, we also do a recap of Madam Secretary. We haven't recorded it yet, but we're going to do it (laughs) right after this one. And um, I just want to say about Madam Secretary, I feel like the stylist, maybe she was out on maternity leave and she's back because this was just a much better styled episode on Madam Secretary. I have an alternate theory, Liam, and I'll discuss it. I'm not. Here's the tease. Oh. I'm going to discuss it on Madam, Madam Secretary. Oh. I did some research on the stylus, and I have my new th- own theory about it. Okay, excellent, Joy. Okay. And then uh, you can always check out our weekly Satellite Sisters podcast, which it feels like we recorded like six years ago, but it was only on Monday. <laughs> it was on, on Monday. Monday. Yes. Yes. Don't miss it. It was a good episode. It was a good. Yeah, it's getting rave reviews. I can't remember what was on it, but people seem to be enjoy, enjoying it. So, um, we did talk about an exciting new app for bathroom, finding bathrooms in big cities. So I know that was on it. We covered a lot of ground. We covered a lot of ground on the weekly Satellite Sisters. So you're going to want to check that out. That's on a different feed. You can find us at Satellite Sisters at Apple Podcasts, at Stitcher, uh, or um, Spotify. Spotify. I don't think it's up yet. Oh, okay. I don't think it's up yet. Uh, they they tell us any minute now, but uh, soon, soon at Spotify. All right, Jill, have a good week. You too, Liam. And don't forget, call your satellite sister. <laughs>